Rhythm of Hope, a program of the Love and Sambu Music Ministries, airs on Hope Stream FM every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Pastor Chigazi 80 and Pastor Solomon O'Connell. Join us as we X-ray the fundamental teachings of the Bible. Welcome to another edition of Rhythm of Hope, a program brought to you by the Love Ensemble Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. Today, you will be blessed by the ministrations of God's servant, Pastor Chigazi 80 and Love Ensemble. May God minister to you. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Hello and welcome to the Rhythm of Hope broadcast. My name is Pastor Chigozin Eti. Today I will be speaking to you about the bitter sweet experience described in Revelation 10. This presentation will serve as a prelude to the uncovering of the identity of the two women of Revelation. Please recall that the message of the bittersweet experience is occurring in the interlude between the sounding of the sixth and seventh trumpets. Please pray with me. Our Father in heaven, God of creation, thank you for the privilege of the revealed word. Please let the Holy Spirit illuminate our hearts during this study. In Jesus' name, Amen. Revelation 10, verse 1 and 2 says, And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little scroll, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth. I had explained that this being who John saw as a mighty angel is Jesus Christ himself. There are three reasons for this conclusion. First, the description in Revelation 10, 1 and 2 matches the description of the Son of Man 
in Revelation 1, verses 13 to 16. Second, it was Jesus in Revelation 5, verse 5 to 9, that had the right to take the scroll and open its seals. So in Revelation 10, he had a scroll in his hand and it was open. Third, only Jesus, the Son of God, has the ability to set foot on land and on water at the same time. This signifies universal dominion. In Revelation 10 verse 8, John hears a mighty voice from heaven. It commanded him to go to the mighty angel and take the open scroll. Go to Revelation 10 verses 9 and 10. So I went to the angel and said to him, Give me the little scroll. And he said to me, Take and eat it. It will be as sweet as honey in your mouth, but it will make your stomach bitter. Three things are happening here. John takes a book from the mighty angel. He eats the book. It is sweet in his mouth, but as it goes down, it is bitter in his stomach. The prophecy uses the imagery in Ezekiel 2 verse 8 all the way to chapter 3 verse 11. That is Ezekiel 2 8, and you read all the way to chapter 3 verse 11. God told Ezekiel to eat the scroll, then go and preach to the house of Israel. God explained the vision of eating the scroll as follows. In Ezekiel 3, 10 and 11, Son of man, receive into your heart all the words that I speak to you and hear with your ears and then go get to the captives, to the children of your people and speak to them and tell them, thus says the Lord. Dear friend, there are many preachers today who are bringing a lot of entertainment to the pulpit because they do not have their hearts filled with the word of God. Many worship centers are characterized by noise, dancing, shouting, and a lot of dramatic performances which people mistake for worship. So people come thirsty and they go back thirsty. I pray that the Lord will raise among us men who digest the word of God and preach from the abundance of the flow of God's word in their hearts. Amen. Now let's go back to Revelation 10 verse 10. John said, Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it. It was sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. Revelation 10 6 shows that the eating of this scroll and this bitter sweet or rather sweet bitter experience is happening in days when the mighty angel swears that time should be no more. The phrase that time shall be no more is an allusion to the ending of the time prophecies of Daniel chapter 7 verse 25 and Daniel chapter 8 verse 14. In Daniel 7 25, a religious political power arises from pagan Rome, blasphemes God by claiming to be God on earth and claiming to forgive sins, attempts to change God's commandments, and persecutes God's people for a time and time and half a time. This prophetic time represents the 1,260-year dominion of papal Rome over all the earth from 538 AD when Emperor Justinian installed Pope Vigilus as Bishop of Rome and declared him the leader of all bishops and effectual corrector of heretics. That power was broken on February 20, 1798 when General Berthier, a commander of Napoleon Bonaparte's French army, invaded Rome, captured Pope Leo VI, and escorted him to France, where he died the following year. 
please pay close attention, my friend. Revelation 11, 3 and 4 says God will measure or judge the worshippers in his sanctuary, his faithful worshippers, and he will exclude those who are outside the temple, who trample his witnesses for 42 months or 1,260 years. God says that these witnesses, the Old and New Testament, will be in mourning. They will be dressed in black for this period of papal dominion. This is an indication that God's word will be set aside and human tradition will dominate the church. Revelation 10 verse 7 shows that the eating of this scroll and the sweet bitter experience will happen in the days when the seventh angel will be preparing to sound his trumpet. We already saw that the sounding of the seventh trumpet will mark the end of time or the time when the mysteries of God will be finished. That is, the proclamation of the gospel will end and this will usher in the end of time and the return of our Savior. Jesus Christ. So this is the final message. This Revelation 10 sweet bitter experience is a prelude to the very end of history. So during these days of the ending of time of the time prophecies, John represents God's faithful proclaimers of the truth and eats the scroll. The thing is sweet in his mouth but bitter in his stomach. I have shown that the fulfillment of this prophecy goes beyond the time of John. It is to be fulfilled in the days of the ending of the time prophecies of Daniel. In 1776, America adopted the Declaration of Independence. America, the bastion of religious freedom, was founded as a heaven for those who sought to escape the crushing persecution that Papal Rome had unleashed on Europe. 22 years after this 1776 declaration, in 1798, France invaded Rome and ended the rule of the papacy in Europe by taking Popolio VI captive. About 35 years after, in 1833, a Baptist lay preacher, he was not a pastor, he was a lay preacher, his name, William Miller, began to preach about the second coming of Jesus Christ. He studied Daniel 8.14, where Daniel was shown that unto 2,300 days, the sanctuary will be cleansed. The cleansing of the sanctuary in the time of Israel was a day of atonement. Miller concluded that since the sacrificial system had ended at the cross, the cleansing of the sanctuary was the cleansing of the earth. So he concluded that Jesus would return on October 22, 1844. Remember, he came to this conclusion by reading the book of Daniel. On October 22, 1844, Jesus did not return. History is still staggering from the ridicule and in fact physical violence that was unleashed on this movement because of their conclusion that Jesus would return in 1844. It was a great disappointment. Their calculation was correct, but their conclusion and interpretation was wrong. In a later presentation, we will see from Revelation 14:7 that the message that the hour of God's judgment has come is correct. John says, I ate the little book, it was sweet in my mouth, but bitter in my stomach. Revelation 10 verse 11 says, And the angel said to me, You must prophesy again before many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. You have eaten this little book, you have had a sweet bitter experience, but you must prophesy again. I believe that the Millerite movement fulfilled this prophecy. Following the great disappointment, many followers of this movement dispersed, but a few of them remained. They continue to study and pray, and God continue to reveal truths to them that have blessed the world. Among these truths is that Jesus is coming again, but of the day and hour, no one knows. 
they discovered that God had begun the work of judgment, and that judgment is going on now. That is why Jesus says in Revelation 22 verse 12, And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. So Revelation 22 verse 12, Revelation 14 verse 7 indicate that judgment is going on now. So in 22 verse 12, Jesus is coming back, not with judgment, but with reward. They discovered that our body is the temple of God, and God expects us to be faithful stewards of the body. Hence, the robust health message that has blessed the world since the last nearly 200 years, and will continue to bless the world till Jesus returns. They discovered that all of God's commandments are eternal, and those who are saved by grace will express their love for God by obeying all His commandments. And you can find that in 1 John chapter 5, verses 2 and 3. This group discovered, after the great disappointment, that the Sabbath carries the seal of God, the sign that He is Creator and Redeemer. They discovered that God will place this His sign of obedience on all His faithful disciples just before Jesus returns. As we have seen in Isaiah 8, verse 16, Revelation 7, verse 1 and 2, and Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16. I believe that the remainder of this group is the voice of the three angels in Revelation 14, verse 6 to 12, flying in the midst of heaven, prophesying again the message of the everlasting gospel to every nation, kindred, language, and people. From the ashes of the great disappointment, there are over 22 million people in more than 220 countries who worship the God of creation by keeping His Sabbath and are eagerly, earnestly looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of Jesus Christ. That is why, my friend, I am a Seventh-day Adventist. And that is why I think you too should give it a thought if you haven't yet. In our next broadcast, my brother and friend, the man of God, Pastor Solomon O'Connor, will be teaching on the two women of Revelation 12 and 17. It's a wonderful presentation you do not want to miss. Please pray with me. Dear Lord, I thank you for the message of today. Thank you because amidst the confusion we have in our world today, you have given clarity. Thank you for calling a people today who must prophesy again, declaring the final warnings of these closing days of earth's history. Help us, O oh Lord, not to ignore the invitation of Revelation 10 and Revelation 14. Help us to walk in and follow the truth. I pray especially for that son, that daughter of yours, who has heard this word. Let your Holy Spirit give the right interpretation. I pray that the sick and the oppressed, under the sound of my voice, will receive deliverance and healing. I pray that the poor and hungry will receive divine provision. I pray, O oh Lord, that the confused will receive divine direction. Thank you, blessed Lord, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Till I come your way again on Rhythm of Hope, there is a rock on which you can rest. That rock is Jesus Christ. There is hope for you in Him. God bless you. I'm sure you've been blessed by the ministrations of Pastor Chigazi Eti and Love and Sambo. For prayers, counseling, and inquiries, please call 0703 486 7027. Do well to join us next Sunday for another edition. Till then, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, 
and be constant in prayer. God bless you. Rhythm of Hope was brought to you by the Love Ensemble Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. Rhythm of Hope, a program of the Love and Sambu Music Ministries, airs on Hope Stream FM every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Pastor Chigazi 80 and Pastor Solomon O'Connell. Join us as we x ray the fundamental teachings of the Bible.